back to Locked On Blue Jays, baby. Come on. what? It's Tuesday. You got to get amped on a Tuesday, Ben. Uh, Chicken Strip put in quite a performance last night, and we got thinking, how good is this rotation and how good is this lineup? We're going to rank them against the rest of the league. I'm trying to get amped, but that game was delayed two hours, and I <laughs> I stayed up for the whole thing, and now I'm very, very tired. <laughs> got to get amped, Ben, because we've got a fun Tuesday episode coming up. It's all unlocked on Blue Jays, and it happens to be right now. You are locked on Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Blue Jays your first listen every day. We are free. We're available wherever you get your podcast. Listen, the Toronto Blue Jays won a baseball game 8-0 last night over the Royals. What this means, it was a snooze fest of baseball. It really was. It was not an it exciting was, game yeah. at all whatsoever. <laughs> uh, so we thought, what are we going to talk about today? Um and we looked at the positives of this game. Chicken Strip was a god on the bump, uh, like he does when he starts. And the lineup was great. So we thought, instead of just saying, wow, Chicken Strip was good and the lineup was good, um, we thought we'd, we'd rank him against the rest of the league. And before we get to that, I'm going to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. they got an amazing selection. they got reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, visit rockauto.com. And tell them Locked On sent you. Maybe tell them Matty Bones and Ben sent you. Uh, so let's get into it, Ben. I'm going to start with this lineup. A lineup that arguably has some of the most star power in the league because you got Barrios, Manoa, and Gosman there. Um, the numbers haven't been there for Barrios so far this season. Only a couple of starts where he's really shined to his full potential. But he's a guy that when he's on, he's on. And we did an episode a little while back where we ranked Barrios against the rest of the AL. And I look back on that episode and think we botched a little bit. Um, I think but... he botched a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> also, wait, are we doing the rotation or the lineup? I, I could be up till 1 a.m. doing the game. But I thought you said let's do the lineup and let's start talking about the pitchers. But my brain's in a whole foggy place right now. We can do the lineup if you'd like, Ben. No, Your let's just do the rotation. Brain. Let's okay. Brain, Ben's got brain fog over here. I do. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so let's do this rotation. Uh, a rotation that on paper is very good and one that should be able to win you a World Series if every guy can come through. Uh, but you never know what those really look like. But all we do know is that pitching oftentimes wins championships, and the Jays have good pitching. Maybe not the best in the league, but they have good pitching. Um, how would you like to do this, Ben? Would you like me to read off teams, or would you just like to? And we just say like better than worst, better than worst, then and come. You can to go division decision. by division here, yeah. Sure, and then we'll see how many teams are ahead of the Jays, and I guess we'll know where we don't. So we don't have to rank everyone else because who we don't care if like how we stack up the Guardians and the White Sox. It's more just like where do the Jays fall in line? Yes. Um, um, okay. Sure. Let's do that. So let's start in the AL East. Yeah. Uh, I feel like. They're kind of automatically already above the Red Sox and the Orioles. Um, yes, I would agree they are above. The even Red though Sox Michael Walker did pitch a gem last night, I don't think that they can really for touch at what what they've got going. Um, in terms of the Rays, that's some good competition, I think. 
the yeah. Rays obviously have great pitching, um, and they've got just random guys that they churn out, and they got random dudes starting. Um, I'm going to say that I would probably take the Rays over the Jays. I'm looking at it right now. Um, you got Shane McClanahan, Drew Rasmussen, and Corey Kluber, who start every uh, – and Ryan Yarbrough, but he kind of stinks. Um, but those first three guys all have sub-4 ERA. Shane McClanahan a 2-1, uh, and he also has struck out, struck out 89 batters in 64 and a third innings. I mean, that guy's on a mission. Um and then the, the they just the, don't really have like four starters even. That's well, kind of the thing. Yeah, like Yarbrough's the there. They use work. I know that's that's why it's hard for me to rank because like their guys who are pitching well don't even pitch any innings. They yank them really quick. Um, like they Not average. McClanahan is the most he average. He at least averages like six innings to start. Um, but like Kluber averages five flat, um, and. Rasmussen averages like less than five. Um, this is accurate. Springs has been great, um, but he literally goes like two and a half innings every time he goes out there. Um, I I think I agree with you, but like the race have kind of annoyed me in this <laughs> debate because they like <laughs> don't have a real. It, that's not. They just don't like have authentic they starters. Don't, they don't have a traditional starting rotation yeah. uh, or traditional pitching, but what they do have, I think, is better than what Toronto has. Yeah. Um, what they can throw out there on the mound at any given moment is better than what the Blue Jays have to offer. So I'm going to have to go with the Rays here, and we kind of see it work for them so often. And they're fourth in the league right now in ERA. I know ERA isn't everything, but... It is a baseline stat that shows you how many runs they're giving up. Um, as a team, they're fourth in the MLB right now in terms of ERA. So, what um, I will say, like specifically talking about the rotation, and I am going to agree with you, but the Rays are seventeenth in Major League Baseball in starting pitcher WAR, uh, below the Blue Jays, below uh, the Red Sox, below the Yankees, uh, because they just don't pitch any innings. So, yeah, well, I think what that kind of shows you is that they don't have guys who can go deep at all like you said yeah. um they just have a bunch of dudes that can fill in at any given point and they just all kind of amalgamate to like a whatever or um all right so i think we both agree the yankees right now are better than them as well so i'd stick them yeah. third in the al east um which is respectable because it's a division with good with pretty solid pitching um all right on to the central uh a division that stinks out loud uh i I'm kind of willing to bet that I'm going <laughs> to think that they're better. Eh, you know, Detroit and Cleveland might surprise me here. Um, Dude, everyone's heard on Detroit. Everyone's heard on Detroit. This is true. Though. This is accurate. But, I mean, <laughs> the guys they are throwing out, they they do win a decent amount of games. They just don't have any offense. Um, yeah, everyone is hurt on Detroit. Erod's gone. Pineda's gone. Tyler Alexander's hurt. But but my guy Tarek Skubal, a two one five ERA and almost sixty innings. I mean, that's pretty solid. Um, but they do throw out random guys like Bo Brisky. Uh, yeah, like it's hard for them to even, even compete right now. Like I'd I'd want to like reassess later in the year almost. I think because... I would take the Jays ultimately based upon the fact that they don't have like five guys that they rely that they can rely on to be healthy and throw out there. Um, 
they, the guys they have are pretty solid. Like, what's Casey Mize done this year? Oh, wait, he's on the 60-day IL. Yeah, um, say, every, everyone's heard Eduardo Rodriguez. Like, he hasn't been healthy and, and hasn't been great even when he's there. I'll take the Jays' health over the Tigers' wealth currently. Um, yeah, I even think with all the Tigers' healthy, personally, I'd probably take the Jays. The Tigers have, like, three rookies in their rotation healthy, and I just don't like that. That's fair. Um Cleveland's kind of the only other team that, that poses a threat in the division. I don't really uh the White Sox could be good. The White Sox if Lance Lynn was healthy, maybe, but like I again we we'll go look over it, but I don't really see that. Um see pushing the envelope. I kind of take the Jays over the Guardians. They bought them out so hard. Like like police acts four seven two and then Savali's eight ERA. Yeah. That is a thing. Um, but Mackenzie and Bieber and Quantrill are all really good. Like, I, I, I think both Manoa and Gosman have better ERAs than all three of those guys. Sure. Absolutely. That's where the Jays kind of have a, a little edge. Um, but you talk about those guys. Hyunjin Ryu, I know he's not starting and we got hurt, but he had a 5-3-3 and Barrios is a 5-2-4. So yeah. when you kind of compare those things, it's like, ah, I guess. But like... Um, Stripling also has a three six five, but we've seen him blow up in the bullpen. And is he really a starter? I guess he is right now. Um, I think I'd take the Jays, but it's a lot closer than you think. Um, yeah, just because when Barrios and, and is bad, dude, it's like it's it doesn't even give him a chance to win. Um, so I'm gonna go Toronto, but it's it's mighty close. Um, yeah. I would agree All with right. you there. I do think it's very close, and the Guardians do have very good pitching. Um, How about those White, White Sox? Sox um, a team that was supposed to come in and win the division handily and stinks. Uh, which is they got pretty really, good starting pitching. They do. <laughs> Looking at it, yeah. Uh, I mean, Keuchel well, is not on their team the by wazoo. the way um, mm-hmm. anymore. So I don't know like how we count that. <laughs> uh, I think like, we don't do we... count them. That makes them look way better then because Cueto's been solid. Cueto has been good, which is like fun. I love Cueto. I love I when love he's actually good. Yeah. Um, I would take the White Sox over them. Yeah, I think so too because you also do have the lurking like Lance Lynn will come back. And then yeah. this is boosted a lot. So yeah, I'll, I'll take the White Sox too, which I don't think is any shame. They, they were expected to be one of the best uh, rotations in baseball. And you're talking and about Dylan Cease's star good. power. Yeah, Dylan Sees, Lucas Giolito, Michael Kopech, all just flame-throwing guys who are just fantastic. Um, so I like all three of those guys. And, and like you said, Cueto's filled in really, really nicely. Uh, so I'll, uh, I'll I'll go with the White Sox here. Um, the Royals, you know, they don't have a shot. No. They, <laughs> no. just, they just objectively don't. Um, don't so we head on to the AL West. We have three uh, teams which, ranked above, above the Jays right now, by the way. So we yes, have let's, let's speed four. through the ALS so we can get through this because um, we are up against our first break. Um, the Angels, I would have said like two weeks ago that it was close, but we, we've, I mean, this is an 11 The Blue Jays broke the Angels. Yeah. <laughs> and their numbers the look good. I won't say that they don't. Like they do look pretty solid in terms of numbers, but nah. 
Just nah, dude. I mean, yeah. like their starters also do go every six days because of what they do with Otani, which gives yeah. them a little bit of an advantage in terms of numbers as well. But and Cindergard's last few starts have been terrible. Uh, Patrick Sandoval is really the only guy there who's like continued to be a beast, even though his his ERA has gone up almost a full point. Jays um, blew him up when they yeah. went off against him. Yeah, so, so uh, I'm going to stick with the Jays uh, in terms of the Angels. Um, the AL West is another division where it's kind of interesting. I'd say the Astros have a good shot, but like I don't really think another team does. Yeah, um, I, I look at the Astros and I I probably lean in their direction. I do too. I mean, Verlander nine is just gross. shoving. Like he's just so good. Uh, I and, think it's kind of hard not to take him. And Framber Valdez, like I don't Framber's even love king. quality starts as a stat because I don't think six innings and three hundred runs is that good. But when you've no. had nine quality starts in your eleven starts, you doing like, something. That means right. yeah, that means that your team it has a chance to win every single game because the worst you've done is six innings and three hundred runs. So All right. uh, he's we gross. Luis Garcia is gross. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need to say um, more. Rangers are an interesting one just because of Perez, I feel like. Perez is good, and he actually has a Cy Young candidacy campaign here. Oh, everyone else stinks. Never mind. But everyone <laughs> else can. is bad. I was about yeah, to say, like, can. yeah, Perez is great. <laughs> everyone else is just terrible. Um, so you can't really give him any. It's kind of the same thing with uh, the, the Mariners. Like, Logan Gilbert's really good. Marco Gonzalez is pretty solid. George Kirby's fine, but he only started six games. Everyone else is just terrible um so the mariners yeah. are off my list too and i'll be right i feel for him the a's actually have a shot though i don't know if you've been paying attention but oakland frankie montas paul blackburn cole irvin they've all been really really good um i think i still would take the Jays probably but oakland is good like they've been good yeah um yeah, I'd probably still lean Jays because there's also a little more proven quantity for the Jays. Uh, yeah, I think one of those guys is like Irvin could just fall off. Yeah, Irvin could get blown up any day of the week. You know, like these guys are pitching with the pressure of knowing they're going to get like one run of support a game and they've done well so far. Uh, yeah. But I still think I lean Jays, which would have us at the Jays having the fourth ranked uh, rotation in the American League. Which I feel pretty good about. I feel like that's yeah. I think some people would say fifth, and some would say third, but like we're in the range, you know. Yes, we are in the range. Um, if you want to get in the range on some of your auto parts in terms of pricing, head to RockAuto.com. Save time, save money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend thirty percent, fifty percent, even a hundred percent more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you could just go to Rock Auto and get a fuel pump for your Odyssey for almost a hundred fifty dollars less than retail. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And guess what? It's a family business. It's for families, man. Uh, they have everything you could ever need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpets for your car. Uh, you got to go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. 
This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Lease the 2024 RX 350 Premium All-Wheel Drive for $5.28 a month for 36 months with $49.99 to its signing. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer in the Lexus Eastern area and it's April 1st, 2024. And we have an important favor to ask you. We put together a survey so we can learn more about our listeners like you and make your favorite Lockdown podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and what you don't like about Lockdown Podcast. Go to LockdownPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockdownPodcast.com slash survey. Thanks for your help. All right, Ben, it's time to rank these offenses, uh, which I think is going to get a little more muddy. Uh, I don't know if we're going to agree on everything and probably yeah. have to go a lot quicker on these than we did on yes, the Yes, we season. do have to go a lot, but which <laughs> stu- sucks because this is going to be much harder. This to, is going to be much more difficult. Um, yeah. We botched, but, you know, that's life. Um, the Jays offense is a good one. This is not a bad offense, but it has been faltering more than I'd like to say. Right now, they're fifth in the MLB in terms of OPS, and, and they've been hitting home runs. They've been driving in runs. Um, their average might not be where they'd like it to be, but it's not bad by any means. They're hitting 246 as a team, which is good for eighth in the league. Um, so they're doing pretty well. Um, yeah, and they're doing really well recently. Like the last yeah. like two, three weeks have looked exactly like what we thought the offense would look like. It was just and kind of a bad start. It could be even better if guys like Vladimir Guerrero turn into what everybody probably thought he was going to be. Had another homer um, yesterday. It's true. Um, he absolutely did. And that's your hype train, no? It is my hard trend. I'm expecting him to hit like a homer a game. Uh, so maybe he'll get another one tonight. That'd be good for him. Um, I think the AL East is going to be what's tough here for the Jays because there's a lot of offense there. Um, the Yankees and the Red Sox are both really, really good teams uh, in terms of what they can do because Trevor Story has just been insane. Um, he has cooled off recently and hasn't been just hitting a home run every single game. But, but dude, he was ridiculous for a second. Um, just stupid. But Rafael Devers has also been fantastic for them. He's hitting 340 and 970 OPS. JD Martinez has a 937 or 973 OPS, and he's hitting 360. Like these, they just have guys who hit baseballs, and it's insane. Um, their outfield kind of stinks, which like definitely doesn't help them. All guys under 700 OPS. Um, and story is like considerably gotten worse he's got a 750 ops which is like pretty average um it's above average but like it's fine but the dude did go on just like a crazy streak of just putting them back in the win column no he was he was amazing um and i i would think that i would take the red Sox here they are the highest runs per game offense in the american league but they you, you could argue they've gotten a little bit lucky in a way with the timing of their hits because uh, where the Blue Jays got unlucky at the beginning of the year because the Jays have a higher OPS than they do. Um, yeah, it's and, actually like it's close for different reasons. It's not like for the same reasons it's not close, right? Uh, um, the, the, the Red Sox just have like two guys in their lineup that just they're like Tony Gwynn. Like it's insane. Yeah. Um, and the Jays don't have that, but the Jays also have a pretty sound lineup front to back, which the Red Sox do not have. So it's it's close for weird reasons. 
I I think I would take Jays, and and we do miss some of the minutia with other teams because like we know the Jays better than we know the Red Sox. We don't watch every game of theirs and podcast it, but like the numbers are lower than they will be for the Jays. Like Bo Bichette had a ridiculous month of May, and he's still getting his numbers back up to where they should be. Teoscar Hernandez is heating up like crazy, and he still is not nearly where his numbers will land. Lourdes Gurriel's in one of his hot streaks. He's going to bring his numbers up even more. Like it's, I just think with the numbers being close, I lean Jays because I think that I like the lineup more just from looking at it and then factoring in that I they're consistently improving as we kind of go on with the year. Uh, I think I lean Jays over Red Sox. I'll take the Jays here too because if you just compare in the OPS numbers, the Jays have five guys with an OPS above 700 and the Red Sox have six. But two of the guys that are under for the Jays are Teoscar Hernandez and Lourdes Gurriel, which if that if the season finished and that were true, something would have gone terribly wrong. So uh, you have to imagine, like you said, Ben, that those guys are going to get better, that the lineup for in turn is going to get better. So I'm going to go Blue Jays here as well, but it's a narrow victory. Yeah, and I will say, and and we don't have a ton of time, so I won't. Yeah, we are really like, we're dragging this out. Uh, Matt Chapman <laughs> is another guy with an OPS under seven hundred, but like, don't blink. His batting average is up to two twenty. Remember when he was hitting like one eighty five? Like, there's clearly these guys are starting to heat up a lot more. So yeah, sometimes you have to project forward a little bit. But let's keep and, going. Yeah, uh, Yankees, Yankees. What go do ahead. you think? Or sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Um, the Yanks are interesting because Aaron Judge is on another planet. Um, John Carlos Stanton just got back from injury. He's playing well. Uh, Rizzo's been good, but his average is just terrible. And, and Glaber's kind of having a bounce back year. But outside of that, nobody really jumps off of the page. And Joey Gallo and Aaron Hicks are just like so Putrid. bad. <laughs> yeah, that's um, the crazy thing is like it wouldn't yeah. be close if they didn't start three guys with 650 or lower OPSs. Um, you have to imagine that that lineup's going to get better. Like Joey Gallo can't have a 600 OPS all season long. I mean, he just can't, I, yeah, right? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know what Aaron Hicks is. I'll be honest, but I do. Agree Aaron with Hicks is bad. That's what he yeah. is, man. Like if Aaron Hicks <laughs> has a 580 OPS the whole year, I'm not going to like, no, I won't blink an eye. But, uh, yes, Joey Gallo probably won't have a 600 OPS. It's a tough one, to and be And I think honest. DJ like, will get better, too. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll get better. I do think he's not going to get, like, full DJ like he was a couple years ago. Um, I almost like to think that Rizzo will hit for a better average but less power as the year goes on. Like, he had a huge power surge to start the year, led MLB and homers for a little bit, and then it kind of tapered off. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's 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 a difficult one because I I think if we're really talking where pure, they're gonna pure hitting, like the Yankees have a great lineup construction because the couple guys that they have in there that aren't the mammoth offensive guys are really good defenders. If we're talking pure hitting, though, I still think I'd probably lean Toronto. If we're talking like lineup and defense then I could more reasonably go over to the Yankee side where, I mean, even Joey Gallo for all his 601 OPS is like a really good corner outfielder. And like a couple of, and like Isaiah Connor falefa is playing a very solid middle infield and stuff like that. So it's, I don't know. Close. Um, what do you think? 
Uh, it's hard. It's really hard because these are both teams that have good offenses and, and the Yankees are really up there uh, just and with Toronto in terms of all those statistics we, we mentioned before. I think I'm going to go for New York here because if everybody's healthy, they're really like they're insane. The lineup's stupid. Um, and if Joey Gallo actually shows up and does anything like they're crazy again. So um I'm going to go New York, but it's very close. I, I, it's a very, very yeah, close. Probably the closest I'll, I'll concede that uh, a lot because the, you know, the Yankees have the highest OPS in the American League and highest OPS plus. So, you know, men and women lie, but numbers do not. So I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll side with the, with the Bronx Bombers. Uh, no other offense in the division is coming close, right? Like we're not. No, it's The not. Rays offense. Um, okay. Quickly, any before, AL Central offense. Well, before close? we get to the AL Central, I want to just get our last ad out so we can just hit down the home stretch. Um, okay. Built bars. Don't you love a chewy, chocolatey brownie, Ben? What about a caramel brownie with caramel swirled on top? So good. What if I told you that you can have all that chewy, chocolatey deliciousness plus 17 grams of protein? You're in luck because caramel brownie bars are available at Built.com right now. And you got to act fast because they're a fan favorite. Forget about dessert. These are better than dessert. Plus, the macros are unreal. 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 4 grams of sugar. I would replace a regular brownie with Built's Caramel Brownie Bar in a heartbeat. The best part, Caramel Brownie Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, like for real chocolate. With Built, and you, or with Built, you don't have to sacrifice tasty for healthy. You can have both. And all Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. There are a million reasons that you should try Built Bars. But for now, let's just say that Caramel Brownie will rock your world. That's not an underst- understatement. With Built, Tasty is the new healthy. Go to Built.com to get your box of caramel brownie bars now and go to Built.com to use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right. Um, Anyone in the AL Central even stand a chance? <laughs> he just got right back to it. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't really think anybody does. I think we move on. I mean, right, Jose like Ramirez this. is crazy, but nobody else in that lineup is, so we're going to move on. Yeah, um, I mean, they, if they could score runs, uh, to be fair, they have scored runs early, but like if they could score runs consistently, they would have been a much different team over the last while. Um, okay, the uh, the Angels? Yeah, um, I'm looking at the Angels right now. I mean... Nah, I don't think so, man. It's a no. Taylor Ward like, just got all, hurt, too. Yeah, it's like, would I want the lineup with Mike Trout, Taylor Ward, and Shohei Otani? Probably. Trout's been but. terrible lately, though. I know, like he's but he's also terrible, right? Now. He broke the hitless uh, stretch, yeah, last time. I know, so good, good for him. It's still, like and he is also the type of guy to go over uh, twenty six and have like a nine seventy OPS while he's slumping. So it's like, yeah, I mean, he he, did, he'll yeah, be he, fine. He, he went, he's gone one for twenty eight over that stretch. Of course, be he'll be fine, fine, but his average dropped from three ten to, to two seventy six, yeah. which Jay's is like broken. kind of insane, man. Jay's um, broken. He, they did. Chase broke Um Okay, Houston. <laughs> is Houston the only other team with a shot? Houston's got a shot. Um, but they scored fewer runs per game than the Jays. Jordan yeah. Alvarez is ridiculous, but like, well, I love Jordan. Kyle Tucker's good, but I don't know if anybody else is. I mean, where is Alex Bregman? What is he doing? Who is he? He's hitting two seventeen with six home runs and twenty eight RBIs. Like, that's bad. He doesn't have a his OPB and slugging are both below four hundred. So. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just going on a where is uh, Alex Bregman? Yeah, I think he would like to 
take those numbers and throw them in the uh, trash can, no pun intended, because uh, it seems like since those have been around, he uh, hasn't been hitting as much. <laughs> um, but, um, um, yeah, I, I don't think they're deep enough. Like you said, they got some no, guys. I take the Jays. Uh, former Chatham Angler, Jeremy Pena, my guy. But, uh, but yeah, it's Jays. Seattle, like, you could have told me this year, Seattle would have been there, and I would have been like, I could see it if, like, Winker's Winker and everyone's rocking it. But yeah, everyone's not there. rocking it. Eugenio, <laughs> a. Eugenio is one of the only guys everyone's who is not hitting rocking it. Eugenio is their best Ty France is good. Last time I looked. Yeah, Ty France is good. That's former Fort Wayne Tin Cap, Ty France. Um, <laughs> this guy won't I, stop. We've gotten to this um, part of the episode. Uh, J.P. Crawford <laughs> is good at baseball. Adam Frazier has a 637 OPS, and he's been a part of two major trades in the last year. <laughs> um, like, hey, Eugenio is their home guy, run. guy, man. Yeah, he's um, in 238. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, they're not very good, are they? They got two they traded, guys. Outside of that, they got nothing. They traded Kendall Graveman for Abraham Toro, who's hitting 168 with a 567. That was an insane trade, like a really just a perplexing <laughs> trade. Um, so what does that make them? They're better than – I'd say that they were worse. We than only the ranked Yankees. one team, only one team better than them, the Yankees. Wow. I think Do that's fair. Are... I think so. – what Go do you ahead. think? People are going to be angry? I think other people would be would call us crazy for that. But I do want to hear what the Blue Jays fans have to say. Do you think we're being I, too nice to them? I don't know. Like I, I think a lot of people would look at the runs per game and be like, what are you talking about? But if you if you segment the last three weeks, like they've been the best offense in the American League. So it's I you know, it's hard to, it's to know. I, I think some people would rank the Red Sox ahead of them. I think some people would rank the Yankees behind them. So I feel like two is two's a good spot. Well, who did you, you rank wanna, in front of them? We both ranked the. I agreed on the Yankees ranking in front of them. Oh, okay. I thought you said Toronto. Um, oh, I swear. Well, I, I flopped. Uh, should we do our this days quickly? We. I think we did promise. Oh, people. sure. Let's do a quick this day. Um, sure. I totally forgot about our this day in history. I got to pull mine back up. I, I um, mine first. If you go want. ahead. Go ahead. Mine's an interesting one. I kind of like it. Um, we go back. Oh, do I have to pull mine up too? No, I think I got it. We go back to 1989. Uh, in front of 45,000 fans at the Sky Dome on June 7th, the Blue Jays play in the first ever game that was played both indoors and outdoors because wow. they use their uh, new fancy retractable roof in the middle of that game with dark clouds threatening in the fifth inning. Kind of like yesterday when they delayed the game for two hours for zero rain. It made me go to sleep super late. Um, but also in that game, the Blue Jays were playing the then American League Milwaukee Brewers. Um, and they beat him thanks to three RBIs on three base hits from Ernie Witt. This is kind of a fun one. Uh, Soon-to-be Blue Jay Paul Molitor is on the other side. Just a good matchup in general. And I don't know. I like the the indoor-outdoor aspect. We take that for granted. But the Skydome kind of started that. So Yeah, that that's cool. a good one. It's a good one from you. Um, mine goes back to 2009 where the Jays on June 7th were also playing the Royals. How funny is that? Um, in that game, something happened that we'll probably never see again, in which both starters went nine innings. They both went the complete game. Uh, one of them had a shutout. That was Doc Halliday. The other, Kyle Davies, let up four earned, and the Jays took a 4 nothing victory in that one. Poor Adam or poor Aaron Hill got hit by a pitch. He probably uh, had a big wealth after that one. But um, that's a fun game. 
I, I just I love Roy, Roy Halladay just because he once said that he couldn't make the ball go straight if he tried. And I always thought that was such a great quote um, because it just encapsulates him as a pitcher entirely. Uh, but that's a fun game, man. Kyle Davies, he they sweated out a huge game he was never going to win. Um, and we'll never see that again in baseball. All right. Thank you for making Lockdown Blue Jays your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and a unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Ben and I will be back tomorrow. We'll see you then.